are going to push through. We are going to continue to seek God and put him first, right? Um, and we're just going to get into this. But before we start, before you get to hear more about Robert, I just want to pray for us so that these words would just fall on, like, good soil, that we would be good soil to receive um, what God is going to say through us, through his vessels, um, and that we'd say exactly what he wants us to say and nothing less or nothing more than that. Yeah. So let's pray. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for your love that abounds. We thank you for freedom that is found in you. And we thank you, God, for the lives that will be touched and will be blessed via this podcast. We thank you, God, that we have the opportunity, the brain to understand and remember the moment that you called us, the moment that you chose us, uh, and the moment that we encountered your love in a real way. So, Lord, just help us to honor you in word and in deed. And as we just testify about the things that you've done not only in my life, but in Robert's life, Lord God, that people would find freedom, that chains would be broken, uh, and of course, that the lost would be found. We love you so much, Lord, and we give you praise, honor, and glory today and always. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Yes. So um, this has been (laughs) a journey, y'all, to get to this episode. It yeah. it's been more than a journey. Yeah, but we'll we'll touch on it at the very end. Yes, we will. So we, we don't will. spoil it. So it's we're starting with the cliffhanger. Yes, we are. We are. We're starting with the cliffhanger. But um, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about the song for the week, and then of course the verse for the week. And so the song for the week was "Voice of God" um, by Dante Bow. Right? Yeah, amazing yeah. song. I thought I didn't know it before, but then when I was I listened to it, it was just. It, it's in my top three songs. So yeah, I, it's an amazing song. I love Dante Bow. I love Stephanie Gritzinger and uh, who else is in there too? There's someone um, else. Um, Chandler. Yeah, yeah, Chandler Moore. Yeah, Chandler's absolutely. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> like Dante, yeah. he's my he's my Christian crush, but Chandler, he's he's my favorite yeah. voice wise. Amazing vocals, all of them. Absolutely. Um, and I just I felt God call me to pick this song because it lined up straight with the verse that God also put on my heart. And so we're in John chapter 10, verse 27 to 28, and it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Um, I think that getting into relationships, knowing that our relationship with God is going to be something that no man, no one could ever take from us, is really big. Um, And it's really the foundation for what we can build other relationships on. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Um, it, yeah, it really, it really comes down to knowing your identity. Yeah. You know, knowing who you are. Yep, yep. You know, Plug no, no last month's episodes, identity, if you haven't listened to it. Right. If you yeah. haven't listened to it, yeah. get on that. Get on now. that. <laughs> Go now. Um, but you can listen to this one yes, first yes. if you want to. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> just make sure you go back and listen to it either way. Yes. Um, yeah, just amazing. Because uh, once, you, once you know who you are, you know, then, then you know how to you know how to operate. You know how to act. Absolutely. And um, you know what standards you follow now, because you don't you don't follow the world standards anymore. Once you're you know when you find freedom, when you're saved, there's a difference between being saved and like being free. Yeah. You know, there's differences between being rescued and being free. Two very different things. You can get rescued multiple times, but you are free. You are free. You are free indeed. And people need to realize that because there's so many people right now that are they're still in bondage. They're still suffering, um, which again, like I'm not, I'm not downplaying anybody's experience or anybody's season, but right. when you experience freedom, you live differently, you speak differently, you walk differently. And it's really important, I think, 
that a lot of us have decided to give our lives to Christ and really thought that that was it. Like once you said yes to Jesus, that that was it. Like that's all I had to do. <laughs> and that it's if it was only that easy, you know, <laughs> no, it's it's a daily picking up your cross and choosing to follow him yeah. um, and understanding that we are now we're soldiers for Christ. You know, wow, that's big. Um, yeah. We have to put on the full armor of God mm. so that we can be able to, you know, fight and withstand the, the schemes and the attacks, the fiery arrows that the enemy sends. And uh, we shouldn't just stop at saying yes to Jesus or getting baptized. There's right. more for you to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's you know, a, a it's exa- exactly. It's not that the action or the act of being baptized that's going to save you. Right. Um, yes, essentially being washed in the blood. Yeah, you, yeah. Were, you, were, you were cleansed. You were new. You were rebirthed. But the next step is what today's topic is, this relationship. Yeah. Um, and that requires intimacy. Wow. That's true. Um, and transparency as well, because it, it, like you, you can lie to other people all you want. You can lie to yourself, but you can't lie to God. He already knows from the beginning, from the end. So Absolutely. Like, what good is it going to do you to, to, to lie to him, yeah. to, to, to try to lie to him? Yes. He already knows everything. Yeah. Ain't nothing to hide. You For know? sure. But we are so we are so excited to have Robert here. Um, Robert is actually a, a connoisseur of uh, many things. He, he, he does many things. He's very busy. Um, but I was able to get a hold of him for this for this interview, and I'm so grateful to God. Um, but, yeah, Robert, tell us a little bit more about you, your story. Like, what have you been doing with your life? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a very bold, bodacious question. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been <laughs> doing? Broad. Yeah. Um, well, I was born. Um of Cynthia Cartwright. Um, Ooh, all right. <laughs> Repping you, Mom. Shout yeah, out to Mom. Shout out to the moms out there. And, and Robert Rasula, my father. You know, Father Day is coming up, so yes, no shout God out. bless him as well. Um, but, yeah, so I'm 26. Uh, I, I come from Dutchess County, New York, more specifically Hyde Park. Went through, you know, secular school and whatnot and have you. Uh, went to church um, a little bit as growing up. Uh, more so out of the – went to a Dutch Reformed church, actually. Um didn't really know what the heck was going on because I was so young and I just mm. went because, okay, our, our family goes to church, so we went. And then, yes, do some, you know, Bible school over the summer, some summer camps and stuff like that. And then um, things kind of took a little bit of a turn. Um, stopped going to church for I don't know what reason. Maybe my parents just feel like we weren't connected to the values anymore or, um, okay. or you know, really ha- even had a, a relationship or, you know, walk with Christ. So, you know, maybe it wasn't even their fault. They they never developed something that they knew that they had to develop. So yeah, after that happened, I didn't step in church for 13 years. Um, again, it's just because my family really stopped going, and I didn't know the significance or the important. I didn't, I didn't know what a relationship with God was. I didn't know what a, a Christ relationship was, or values, yeah. or integrity, or discernment, or any of that. I didn't, I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just went to be there. I was present. Right. But I mean, God's got a plan, though. Things don't happen on coincidence. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a reason. There's a purpose behind everything that he does. For sure. And he was working it out. Yeah, He absolutely. was working it out. Yeah, he was definitely working it out, for sure. Um, so, again, went through, you know, secular school, public schools, you know, graduated high school. But before I even graduated uh, was when I, you know, did I did sports and everything. That was, like, majority of my life, just sports. Mm-hmm. It was my way out. It was my way to, you know, not go home and have to deal with my mom and dad or, you know, eventually just my mom and then my mom and dad splitting up. So, uh, not not a crazy difficult childhood, but as I, you know, once I became like 17, 18, that's when everything kind of started 
going a little bit hairy, a little bit crazy. Yeah. Which kind of sucked <laughs> because. Yeah, you're just um, finding adulthood. Yeah, yeah. It's at a pivotal point. It's at a pivotal moment in life yeah. where, you know, we're, we're getting out of high school. We're looking to apply to colleges. You know, I got a few offers from a couple different colleges for uh, sports and stuff for track and field. Wow. Um, But again, I already made it in my mind that I want to go in the military primarily to get away from home. But I always want to be a soldier. I always wanted to be a leader of something. I always wanted to find a sense of fulfillment that was missing in my life. Um, and, th- and that kind of ties into, you know, what was what was the day that I felt called, you know? And I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that. I just want to, like, at least preface it, and that's that's what I'm going to be touching on. But as I went through that, as I, you know, graduated high school, I already committed to the Army a year before I even graduated. So my entire senior year, I was technically in service because I ended wow. up going to reserves. So I, my service technically started. And I was already, as through high school, I was going to drills and I was going to uh, – the only thing I couldn't do was go away for trainings because right, I technically right. I wasn't even qualified to do it. But sometimes I did because, I mean, <laughs> listen, like – You felt called. Yeah, yeah, right. I felt called to do it. So yeah. like, and it's your passion. Gonna, right, absolutely. And that, mm-hmm. that, that's, I think that's what a lot of people are after, you know, uh, uh, something they're passionate about, something right. that gives them a reason to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Because I think the worst thing we can do is go to bed without a dream and wake up without a purpose. Um, I know it's going to hit somebody because it hit me for a long time. I just didn't realize it until I actually started to accept the truth. Um, so as I went in the military, did that six years. I was a communications NCO for a couple of different units. Um, you know, did that stint there, uh, got out, got into construction. So during the day, I'm in construction and also doing some, you know, philanthropy, entrepreneurial endeavors in, um, yeah. in my own time. You he, know. he is putting in that work, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Check him out. We'll be sure to tag him. And yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll give you guys my ads. Ooh, my, my whatever, my Get into it. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Whatever new lingo it is. Your socials. My, my socials. That's right. Yeah. My socials. I, I hope that's the lingo because then that means I'm getting outdated. Right, I think right, it, I think it right. is. And I think it's social. You're, you're younger than me, but that's okay. You know, it's okay. Um, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Enjoy those youthful years. You know, I'm old in spirit. <laughs> I'm old in spirit. <laughs> hey, but that's absolutely. Not a, that's not a bad thing. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I did, did a stint with the military and then I'm doing a couple other things now. Um, you know, just really focused on building a legacy for my family, honestly, at the end of the day. Right. Which I was really what I was looking for out of the military, but I realized the military wasn't going to give me that. Um, it gave me a sense of purpose as far as for my country. But I, I was always looking at something beneath the surface as far as what's truly going to bring me fulfillment. Because I yeah. can fight for freedom. I'm not afraid to do that. I'm afraid. I'm not afraid to lay down my life for my country. Um, I'm not afraid to be a patriot. I'm not afraid to stand for something, which is honestly what a lot of men lack nowadays. And I'm wow. Just, yeah. I know we're kind of going to go back and forth dialogue wise. But, but no, speak, speak. Just, just to get it on, get it out there now. Like, there's so many men that are lacking purpose. Yeah. There's so many men that are lacking vision. Mm-hmm. And um. But it's because we're in a mirage of all these social platforms that distort mm. what success is right. or distort what fulfillment is. Right. You know, what, what values really are. You think your value should be, uh, you know, sex, drugs, and money, materialistic things. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. Um, so as going back to when I was in the military, I want to do some crazy stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm jumping out of a plane floor and into a river. I've done, like, helo casting. Mm. It's cool stuff. Whoa. I, you know, met some met some people in the you know uh, tier one community. I'll yeah, say that. Yeah. Um, you know, cool people, high speed guys. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to be a trained person that would go around the world and do things that other people didn't want to do. Wow. Because um, I figured, like, man, like that's like the ultimate tier one of being in the military. That's what I want to do. I was mm-hmm. going to be a soldier, so I right. did it. 
was the pivotal moment that I had to come across these tracks in my life where I was, what do I want to be remembered for? That's huge. Yeah. And I had to think, you know, and there's nothing wrong with, we just had Memorial Day. Right. And I, I have to Thank you for that. your service. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Honors and the privilege. Honors mm. and the privilege. And um, because it was Memorial Day, it's not Veterans Day, but because it was Memorial Day, we really need to take time and take a moment out of our day to think, like, someone died so we could have freedom here today. Someone died so we can talk about what we're talking about today. Yeah. So we can talk about Jesus. Right. So we can talk about Christ. We can talk about God. We can, we can, you know, we can talk about Christianity. We can talk about other, you know, religions and whatever right. have you, you know. Um, and we have the freedom to do that. Right. Because people in other countries around the world, they're, they're, they don't. They don't. They, they will die. You, you will be killed. Right. To have freedom of speech in other areas. To have of the, the world. things that we take advantage of. Yeah. We, we definitely take it too far for granted. Um, so after I finished with the military and I figured out, you know, I, I wanted a, a bigger purpose for my life. Um, and it's, it's helping people, you know, it's being able to serve in, you know, in other arenas, other industries, right. other facets that God wants to use me. So ultimately, you know, it, it, it's freedom. Yeah. And it's not just financial freedom. I, I feel like so many people are out there with just financial freedom that they never experienced spiritual freedom. Wow. They never experience emotional freedom, especially for men. You're yeah, you, you yeah, know. especially yeah. for men because we think we have to be this macho man figure and think we're all that in a bag of chips, you know. But when there's more, when there's more, yeah, there's more than that. Like there's so much more than material gain. If if we never experience the um, spiritual, relational, and emotional freedom or personal freedom, yeah, you're you're not gonna experience economic freedom. And guess what? It ain't your money anyways. It's true. It's not yours. It's so, true. You know. S- stop Amen. stop making your freedom like strictly a figure wow but make it a make it a be active with it yeah be active with it something yeah. that's ongoing because you yeah. can achieve a figure and then okay like what that's it your life that's yeah. it because you've achieved a certain income in your <laughs> job or career a lot of business, people think that. that's it wow y- you need to have a god-sized dream you, wow you, you, you need to you need to know what the heck you want in your life <laughs> yeah you know and you need to realize that there's more there's than just so much more money. life than we can even fathom to think about sometimes. Wow. Because we have so much limited thinking. And I don't mean to be so like monologue, but I'll, and I'll finish up so we can like no continue kind of continue some other stuff. But I want people to see you as as the person. The floor yeah. we have you answering questions by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there's so more to life. Yeah, there, there's absolutely there's so much more to life than what we think on a daily basis. There's so much more than cars. There's so much more than homes. There's so much more than money. Because mm. your money, you can't, you can't die with your money anyways. Like, right. So just get over that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we got to figure out what's our why. What makes us tick? What's what's that purpose that when we get up every morning, we we know that we're taking another step in that direction. Right. And I, I feel like it, it, it really has to come down to, like, how many people are better off because you live? How? You know? And, and the one... I don't see no wonder, but like again, because I found amazing people in my life, I've I've picked the right coach in my life. I've I've chosen the right mentors in my life. Right. And I, I and aside from that, obviously God first. Right. The head coach. Right. The head coach of uh-huh. my life. Right. Aside from that, because He's guiding me to either meet these people or connect with these people, and um or have them connect with me. Right. Could you tell us a little bit about you know the story of you meeting your main mentor? You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. A couple. Um. Yeah, Pastor Todd. Yeah, yeah, Pastor Todd. Um, uh, <laughs> he, he's awesome. Um, what an amazing guy. Yeah. Um, man, not even guy, a man, husband. Yeah. Uh, mentor. And, and, and we inspirer. love you, Todd. Yeah. We know you're listening to this, yeah, and we, we know love you're you. Listening, Todd. So, 
And there's so many names, you know, Anthony and Jenny, Nick and Nicole, Ray and Joanne, a couple other couples that I have mentored in my life and, you know, to give me perspective and that right. have really brought me to the mindset of where I am today. For sure. And um, just to touch on the Todd story, um, as far as relationships, um, I met Todd two years ago mm-hmm. and I felt like I've known him my entire life. Wow. That's, my, my, my that's a God life. connection, guys. I want him to tell this story because it even amazes me how how God like really connected um, Todd and Robert when they met. So you yeah. for sure, tell us a yeah, story. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so it was December, like about a week or so before Christmas. Um, I was at Pier One Imports when Pier One Imports were still in the Gipsy. If it's not anymore, that's that's what tells you it was that divine because the store closed down. Wow. So to think that. One, if he was never given a gift card to go there, he wouldn't shop there because he ain't that bougie. <laughs> and two, like we, I, I would have just been there by myself because we were right. the only two people in the store. This was like eight o'clock at night. No, it's wow. like seven forty-five at night, and we were there to probably till closing at nine thirty. Okay. And that's how divine it was because our conversation lasted for two hours. Pier one, not tier one. Pier one imports, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so now I can tell this part of the story. Todd, the Lord was leading Todd to ask me who I was shopping for. Wow. And Todd said, no, I'm not talking to him. Mm-hmm. Like, this is him talking with God. Like, yeah, in his own yeah. mind. Like, it's him being like, I'm not going to ask him who he's shopping for. And then God said, no, just ask him who he's shopping for. And Todd said, no. God said a third time, ask him who he's shopping for. I want you to talk to him. And he said, no. And um, we were both at two different ends of the store, and we ended up in the same section. We were looking at cups. So I walk up to Todd, and I ask him, hey, who are you shopping for? And in his head, he's like, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, he didn't tell me this at the time, but, like, the fact that God was tell- like, divinely telling, telling him. him to ask me who I'm shopping for. And, and I ask, and out of my own curiosity, because I'm just I'm just a connector. I just try to be a conduit of people and, you know, be a positive influence wherever I go. Be that yeah. light in the darkness for somebody. So I asked him, uh, who are you shopping for? And he was like, are you kidding me? I said, what? He said, this this is divine, dude. And we had this whole conversation. Yeah. We talked about everything under the sun. And he told me the things he was we were talking about. He just told me my life and things I was struggling with, like right. lust and sex, and you know, at the time, pornography and all these other things in my life. And I was I was jacked up. And this is I don't even know this man. I did not know him. Right. But everything that he was saying was everything that I was struggling with. Wow. And, and God just placed that appointment in my life. So yeah. that was that was amongst other divine connections I've had and other mentors I have in my life. Um, mm-hmm. But specifically, Todd being my spiritual father is just like. Speaking into you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit was using him. Without a doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just, it was just an amazing connection. And now. Um, He's one I of the main people, right? Yeah, That's speaking yeah. into your life now. I want to just talk a little bit about that. Like people like the God that was alive, you know, for Jesus and like was with God and with the disciples, he's with us. Um, and he still speaks through people. He will still speak straight to your situation, even if you haven't told anyone. And I think a lot of people are missing that encounter. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of us haven't been in a church service or, you know, in pure one imports, you know, just living life. And then somebody come along and be like, God put it on my heart that you're struggling with this, that, and the third. But God still does it. Yeah, um, absolutely. A- and for those of us that are Christian, we have to be in the mindset and understand that, like, it says uh, in, I, I don't know, is it, is it Daniel? I don't think it's in Daniel, but it says it's signs and wonders. I was telling you this earlier. Yes. Signs and wonders will follow all who believe. And um, God is just 
he's still doing the things that he was doing years ago for us to come before him in expectation and in hope that he'll work all things out. He works all things together for the good, you know, Um, and it's really important for us to have that um, that knowledge of him. Right. Um, and that relationship with him that we can go to him for whatever's on our hearts or whatever's on our minds. But I mean, and having the, uh, really having the faith that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Right. Right. Trusting Um, his promises. Yeah. I I feel like that's big. I feel like in including myself included at some uh, certain seasons in my life, I, I kept trying to be in control so I could figure out what I needed to do. But God didn't want me to figure out what, yeah. I need to do. He already knows what I need to do. Mm-hmm. He you wants know. you to trust him. Yeah, exactly. He wants you to trust him because yeah. we can only get so far on our own. So w- why would we keep doing the same thing, mm-hmm. practicing insanity, expecting different results? Yeah, exactly. You know, unless you do something different and let you, unless you let God really have control of your life. Yeah. Stop. Don't hide stuff from. I mean, you ain't hiding from him anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the end, but just be honest. Yeah, be honest. Yeah. You know, and, and have faith. It's like. Faith and belief, I feel like, are two biggest things that people lack. Yeah. In, in any endeavor, because we either don't have enough faith in ourselves that we can actually accomplish whatever we're looking to strive for and accomplish, mm-hmm. and we don't have enough belief to have that God-sized dream to propel us to get there. Right. Right. So it's yeah, faith and belief, big things. Yeah, that's why God, you know, tells us to have faith like children. Yeah, child. Because yeah, right. you you think about kids, they think they're the fastest, they think they're the strongest, nothing. Fearless. Yes, precisely. Fearless. And God was so intentional when he said that, have childlike faith, because there's something about children. They believe that the impossible is possible. And God wants us to be like that. Since Mm -hmm. he's our father, we're his children. We're supposed to have that same mentality. Absolutely. Because he can work with that. If mm-hmm. we if we believe that we can do anything through him, he can right. do yeah. so many things with us that he wouldn't have been able to do before that. But I, I want to ask you, like, what has been your hardest, not necessarily struggle, but you could go into struggle, but mm-hmm. your hardest challenge in your relationship with God? For me, it was trusting him, like fully surrendering yeah. my life. What, what is it the same for you? Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah it, it's really the same and wholeheartedly. I don't even yeah. say that to agree, but because that was my struggle for such a long time, because right. I just wasn't to give, I wasn't willing to give up certain things, certain opportunities, because I just thought I, I, I can do it. I can do it myself. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't need God's help. And how, how stupid is that <laughs> thing to even think about? It, it's cute. But like, it, it's a cute thought. Yeah, it's a cute thought, but God's like, that's great. Like. Can you get back to work now? Like, can, yeah. can I get back to work for you? Yeah. Like, I already sent my son to die for you, like, for all your sins. For I did everything. that. Can you trust me with your life now? Right. Like, I already sent my son. I'm just looking for you to trust in me. Right. He rose as well. Right. He, oh, he did. On, he did what literally you can't do. But you think that you still have right. better control of your life right. Right. than what I can do. Okay, cool. You know, and, and that's when he lets affliction. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, listen, I'm not. You gonna learn one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> Either a metaphor, a scripture, or a two by four is coming your way. <laughs> so just look out. But not just that. I mean, um, if if we talk about struggles, you yeah. know, and like affliction, I I was actually reading Job a little while ago. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people are of the belief and the idea that 
um, all these things happen to us because like God is doing it to us. But mm. something that God really showed me yep. is that the enemy causes destruction. The enemy destroys, yeah. right? The Lord cleanses. Ooh, that's um, come on. Like with Noah and the ark, because I know somebody was going to pull out. Well, what about with the ark? Right. <laughs> the Lord used water. He cleansed the earth. Yeah. And he didn't destroy because then he would have also killed Noah. Yeah. He he wouldn't have spared anyone. And so the enemy comes, you know, to steal, kill, kill and destroy. destroy. Yeah. And so in that way, it's for us to really know that about God, know that about his character. He wants to give us an opportunity to come to him, an opportunity to, to fix things. Yeah. And he's doing that consistently time and time again through people in the Bible but the reason why I bring up Job is because if you actually read the story of Job, those of you that don't know it, um, he was blameless. He was righteous. Yeah. And the devil went into the presence of God and he actually, you know, he was just chilling. He was like, what's up? And God was like, where have you been? Right, right. Um, what have you been doing? Uh, and he was like, oh, I've been going to and fro on the earth because he's always looking. Mm. He's o and something God also revealed to me is the devil is always working. Yeah. And always. a lot of us are lazy. And wow. we are not working. Yeah. But the devil is always working because he knows work has results. It produces mm. results. Yeah. And even the devil isn't lazy. So <laughs> what gives you the idea that you can be lazy? Wow. That's, you know? That's huge. But, I mean, even in the story of Job, like, God allows these things to happen to Job because in God's eyes, Job is righteous yep. and blameless because of God's favor on him, because yeah. God saw his heart. Yeah. God allowed certain things to happen to him that he probably wouldn't allow to happen to other people that didn't have the same faith. Going back to faith. Exactly. Absolutely, every time. That's the baseline yeah. for everything. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of us will be in these seasons where, like, why are all these things happening to me? Like, I literally gave my life to Jesus. There's no reason why I should be up at 4 a.m., like, no sleep. But, again, God, like is seeing your heart and because yeah. he sees your heart and he knows your character mm. he will allow the devil to do certain things but one thing that god specifically told the devil you can't kill him right you can't kill him you can take his family you can take his cattle you can kill his children yep. but you cannot kill him right and no matter what the devil tries to do he still has to submit to god's supreme authority wow, wow. and that's our father yeah. That's literally our father that even the devil has to go and ask for permission. Wow. That somebody needs to hear that. Yeah. That he he still needs to ask permission. That's still. crazy. And you worried about him. And you oh my god. And you staying <laughs> up late and you kind of do your do your you know your rosary cuz you worried about him. Right. Wow. What you worried about him for? Right. You going to saints. Saints can't save you. Wow. Hey, uh, just another thing. A conference won't save you. Right, right, right. So a person won't save you. Nope. A worship song ain't going to save you. Nope. Jesus will save you. Only Period. Only Jesus can save you. Yeah. Um, and calling on the name of Mary or any of the other saints is not going to cast a demon out of your house. Ooh. Okay? Wow. Um, and it's not going to cast a demon out of you. So... Give God the respect and reverence that he's due. Mm. It says that there's yeah. one mediator, and it's Jesus Christ. Yeah. You don't need anybody else to intercede for you. That's that's Mary included. Yes, I said her, because somebody needs to hear that. 
those of you that are in the Catholic faith, you're, you know, you're our brothers and sisters in Christ. You love right. the Lord. Absolutely. But there has definitely been something that has taken place that has distorted the message of who Jesus is. 100%. Yeah. If you need Mary, then there's a lot that's being told about Jesus. Mm. And yes, your hearts, a lot of, a lot of Catholics heart for Jesus is so sincere and yeah. so genuine. They have a high reverence for God. Very. That's one thing that I think. Yes that a lot of us in non-denominational churches should emulate. Right. But at the same time, your desire, your devotion, your reverence for God has been contorted with the idea of all these rituals that you have to do to make you holy. Right. Only Jesus. Right, only right, only Jesus can make you holy. And one more thing that I have to say in regards to the Catholic faith. I know that y'all do the Eucharist. Y'all do what we call communion. And you believe it becomes the physical blood of Jesus Christ. Something that God really put on my heart is when people are doing things with witchcraft, before when there were sacrifices that were done before Jesus came, blood had to be shed. And they do this in demonic practices. They shed blood. By making the communion that you're taking, the legitimate blood of Jesus Christ that you have to take again and again and again, in a way it's saying that Jesus' blood wasn't enough that wow. one time. What a slap in the face, honestly. I, I don't mean. I'm sorry to say it like that, but but like, but it's a yeah. it's a lie that that it's the church is convincing people. No, you have to you have to come and you have to do this habitually time. And, and if you don't do it, then your those sins are right. not covered. Right. Those sins are not covered. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And yes. I'm gonna be real with you. That sounds a little demonic to me. One hundred percent. The idea that you have to habitually take the blood and drink it and drink it again and again. Right. When God literally it's sent Jesus to be the one sacrifice. You're you trying to quench your thirst that only Jesus can quench. Right. He, and he quenched it once and for all. Right. And that's it right there. You're trying to do exactly what Jesus died for with practices and with tangible things in this world and making people feel as if if they don't do such and such and such that all of a sudden now they're excommunicated mm. or they're going to some different place. They don't Guilt. get to go to heaven. Guilt, shame, Burden. condemnation. Bondage, yeah, chains. Bondage. Yeah. They have a lot of you in chains. And my heart breaks for you. There's supposed to be freedom yeah. when you give your life to Jesus That's Christ. Right. You're supposed to feel free, not like, oh my gosh, if I don't do this or if I don't go do this, then you're not supposed to be That's in constant gone. anxiousness and fear. Nope. That's not of God. That's not the way He works. And so it's for you, those of you that are in that faith or any other, any other religion as well that makes you feel like you have to do such and such and such for healing, for freedom. It's only found in Jesus. And what he did when he died and he rose again covered everything. Why would God send his son to only do something halfway? Wow. Does our God ever do something mm -mm. halfway? Never. Not once. So my encouragement to those of you that are in the Catholic faith, get to know God. When you get to know the King of Kings, you'll be able to see very clearly what things don't line up with his character and who he is. Yeah, you'll have discernment then. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, that was, I, I just got to applaud you for that. That was a great <laughs> way to like open it up and dive deeper into that. Because that, again, we're just letting yeah. the Holy Spirit flow while we're here. We're just like, letting it move. We got some questions and stuff we're definitely going to touch base on and you know feel what's on our hearts. But right. it's, it's, it's really allowing allowing him to access us we're just the vessel guys right so we, we don't say what we say just because it's a cool thing to say or it's a, a cool quote or you know something fun to say right. it, it's not about that this no. is this is real life
stuff we're talking about here, guys. Stuff that people are going through, struggling with, you know, overcoming and finding freedom in. Right. Um, and breaking the chains of bondage and slavery. And religion. Yeah, and religion. Jesus yeah. died so what? that he hated religion. Yeah. And, you know, I think what really grieves me, like, in regards to other denominations that aren't doing what Jesus has called us to do or are perverting, okay, mm-hmm. what God has called us to do. Wow is you're robbing God's people. And God has a particular way he feels about people that rob his people or that lie to his people or that contort his truth. Wow, yeah. That's it right there. Bad things happen to those people. Contorting the word, man. Like, that's 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 the enemy's work. Right, that's the enemy's work. That's, That's literally what the devil does. Yeah. And I think something really big also, we're talking, we're just letting the spirit flow, but, like, People should be able to come into your church and, like, join. They should not come into your church and then not be able to receive anything because they don't have things memorized. Right, like, like who are you to limit God's power? Right. In making all these practices that people have to adhere to, you make it a closed-off mm. thing. When God never wanted faith in Jesus Christ to be closed off. Right. Or to be something that only certain people that had done certain right. practices have access to. Right, there is no chain of command. Yeah, there is no qualification, and like if if any qualification is, is how about having some faith? Yeah, you know, how how about wanting to change? Come on, wanting to be free. Wow, because we're in a world of such bondage and slavery and 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 perversion that it's it's become normalized and it's it's sickening. And people are dying from it. People are, you know, anxiety, depression, all these Taking mental their disorders. And yeah. it's like there is freedom out there. Yeah. So to, to, li- to, to limit somebody's access to that because they don't qualify or they don't uh, whatever, uh, an injustice or whatever, you, whatever you want to, whatever, whatever excuse you have to, to stop somebody from receiving Jesus. The good news. The good news. Yeah. It's like it, it's just it's so sickening, like yeah. the the fact that people that this like this does happen. Yeah, every absolutely. Day. Every day. And that's the thing. Don't complicate Jesus. Mm. Don't complicate Jesus. He made it simple. He made it easy because he knew what we needed. We can't yeah. do hard. We can't do complicated. Us as as people as human beings, we will fall short. Mm. So what a loving God to make it easy. Yeah. He says if you choose. When you choose Jesus, you invite him into your heart. You give your heart to him. Yeah. There's no exceptions. Right. I took care of it. I paid the bill. You I, don't have right. to worry. Price is paid. Right. You're good. Exactly. And I think, like, we struggle as people to, like, be okay with, like, you're good. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not this. I'm not that. It's like, but what about this? Right. He's like, I, I, it's covered. Right. It's, it, it's finished. Yeah. It's done. Stop looking at it through the world's lens. Like, there's no hidden fees mm. with Jesus. Wow. That's good. Like, mm. he is honest. He's genuine. He doesn't compromise. Nope. Never. And isn't that the God that you want to, like, line yourself up with? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. When you get to know him, that's what we're talking about here on this podcast, actually getting to know Jesus. When you actually get to know God, there's no reason why you wouldn't want to follow him. Right. So so righteous and pure and, 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 and perfect. Yeah, it's what we're looking for. There's no one else that's perfect. There is no husband or no woman, no man on earth that is perfect. Right. We are faulty. We will always be faulty. But you know what? We we were made perfect in his image. Right. 
we're, we're not perfect in the world's image. If mm. we keep following the standards of the world, we're going to become the world. We're going to stay in the world. Right. We're not only going to be of the world, but we're going to be in the world. Right. And I don't want to stay here. You know, like, I'm not rushing my, my, <laughs> Your my, time. Trip, my, my time to go home, you know, with it, knock <laughs> on wood. Um, you know, that it gives me more time here to, to impact and influence and yeah. to make a difference. That's For the sure. thing. We, we, gotta stop thinking so small stop thinking so selfishly and about ourselves absolutely we need to think about other people because a lot of other people around the world that are going through something that you couldn't even imagine to think about mm. you know it's crazy it's, it's just crazy the things that happen you know sex trafficking yeah um you know water water shortage and i just say those two things those two organizations that i back um ORU operation underground railroad which uh supports the um to eliminate child sex trafficking, wow. um, which is the biggest industry in the world, believe it or not. Like, there is a demand for that. Demand. Wow. Y'all need to let that sit like with your spirit for a second. There's the a demand. By by people that are in power, people that are in control of this. Co- wow. Okay, okay, let me, let me just We're not going to make it political. We're not going to make it political. But, like but we're going to be honest yeah. about the fact that there is a darkness yeah. that is is attacking children. Yeah. That is attacking children, yeah, and perverting children. Yeah, that's that's heartbreaking. It, it is absolutely, and that, that that's why I'm a big advocate for it. That's why I uh, um, I'm an abolitionist mm. for them, and that's be because it's close to my heart, right? And because it's it's something that's righteous. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's just wrong, you know, like it's a lot of men and women's stories. Yeah. A Not lot of women, us, but men too. Men this, this as well. To boys every day, and, right? And men. We yeah. encourage you also to like come forward. Like if that's your story, um, yeah. reach out to someone, yeah. whether it's a church official or the authorities. Do what you feel called to do, and don't ever feel shame for what has happened to you. Um, yeah, and we're also we're also gonna give you guys our socials. Not like, listen, I'm not a licensed therapist, but it, it, if you feel comfortable, even right. after hearing our podcast, if you want to just shoot us a message, we'd love to uh, hear from DM, you. We, absolutely, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love right. to be able to, you know, hey, maybe grab a cup of coffee with you and chat with you and learn about well, you. Well, he wants to do that. I I, I love you <laughs> with the love of Jesus Christ, but I am also a woman, right? So he will do that. He Robert's right. a little, he's a tough dude. So if you act sideways. <laughs> He'll straighten you out with the love of Jesus. He'll lay hands on you. Right. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but but me, uh, I will love you with the power of Christ from afar. Or I'd love to. M- Robert and I would love to meet you for yes. coffee. Together I would not or be just me. me. Yes. So, so any of you young men that are thinking, ooh, don't don't yeah, think, yeah. ooh, I don't want to talk to or you. Or young women that are looking to just go on a date, like yeah. You know, Robert like, also is not like ooh, he's like yes. I, I have like integrity values. Right. Standards. Exactly. Um, we rebuke that. We rebuke you if that's yeah, what you think. If thinking. that's what you're coming for, like, <laughs> yeah. just don't, don't even Stay give it a Stay where you are. Stay where Stay you are. are. It's all right. Jesus will help you. Um, but absolutely. I think that, like, we could talk a little bit uh, about relationships in a little bit. But uh, to touch on my thought from before, the yeah. last thing I want to say in regards um, to the, the Catholic faith specifically, but other denominations mm-hmm. as well, is I think that us as, as a non-denominational church, as Protestant church, um, that's something that the Catholic church does well, because I don't want it just to be like we're slandering them because yeah, we're, that we're is not, not my to, heart. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. No, um, but something that they do really well that I think we could all grow in mm-hmm. is they serve the community. On a broad spectrum. They yeah. are adamant about 
charity and really being the hands and feet of Jesus. And for that, I think that they should be, you know, honored for that, like their heart for that. But I think that we could grow in that department. All right, everyone. And just like that, we're finished with part one of our first episode in the relationship series. I want to thank you so much for joining us. I pray that the Lord blesses you, keeps you safe, that his presence would follow you as you go throughout your week. Know you're loved by me and stay tuned, of course, for part two. Bye, guys.